Hey peeps, it's me again, back again on another podcast on deck, and this time I'm going to talk about how I took, I guess, most of, like, November, besides part of this month, off because I've been dealing with my ongoing cold and flu. Apparently it's been kind of getting out of hand to the point that it's been making it hard for me to make a podcast to talk about updates and all that good stuff. But yeah, I'm here. I just haven't been on because I'm sick. And finally, I could talk about this with pride. Remember when I made my Hinge account back in September on the 23rd? If you did, you were probably following my TikTok or you still are. And by the way, guys, I no longer have a Hinge account since this morning. I decided to delete it because my cold was getting in the way again from last month and this month. And also, I haven't really made an effort to really just keep updates on my Hinge profile. So I decided to delete it today. And it's going to be like that for the rest of my life. Because apparently, I couldn't be bothered to go back on Hinge even if I wanted to. And I got so bored. So, all I can tell you is that I got a couple roses here and there on the account. Nothing to talk about. Like crazy. And now it's like, I don't care anymore. And since I'm dealing with my cold that's still not recovering from November, I just prefer not to continue to just entertain that. So I did the right thing and just deleted it because it wasn't going anywhere and, you know, this is, you know, there till through my birthday and, you know, and onward and as well as, you know, I put my account on pause and I just didn't see myself kind of entertaining it any further. So I said, you know what, it's probably okay if I delete it. It's not going to matter because no one's going to care. So I decided to do that, and I made an effort to just get rid of it. I mean, I heard some horror stories this morning about how Hinge is just not it, and people shouldn't be on there anyways, and a lot of weird, sad, depraved, and ugly people seem to just be cluster-fucking the place out of it, and it's just not a good place anyways if you're looking for serious relations, so all to just, you know, further my reasons to just, you know, continue to pursue in person Rather than entertain on the internet, where no one is even talking to each other anyways. And like, most of you are probably not even doing is talking to each other anyways in person. But are now probably reconsidering it now that I hear a bunch of people reacting to this idea of, how about we just start doing like we used to do before social media. Talk to each other and not do it online anymore. And get more of a communal sense, you know. As we are now here in the month of December... People are now starting to put that in perspective. And yeah, I'm just going to say this to you guys. It should have been that way from the jump anyways. I didn't want to say this to you people, but most of the people you talk to on the internet are actually strangers. And if you don't know them in person anyways, of course you're not going to make any effort to continue that. It's just dumb. You should just make an effort to just make your solid in-person you know, friendships just last longer and make new ones in person and just so you can continue the same process. And if you do find someone you're attracted to and you are the opposite gender or if you identify as any other than a female or a male, whatever you, and whoever you want to identify as, make sure you identify as such honestly and firmly and just present yourself as who you truly are and not just go by your social media, you know, just so people can think that's who you really are. That's just a piece of you. In the end of the day, everything you see on the social media, that's just parts of your highlight of your life. Those are like your life's highlights. And and this I didn't want to say this to you guys. I, I, I actually was making an experiment 
case on my Hinge account. I really wasn't there anyways for seriousness anyhow. And I kind of proved myself a point, like everyone else is proving the point. Like, it's not worth it being on, on dating profiles anyhow. And, like, I noticed nothing was happening for me either much. And also my own willingness to not be on there either. It's kind of played a part in that. So I could say, yeah, it's not everything. And I think it's just better to go back to the old school ways of dating and stuff. But of course, like I've been saying on my TikTok, have you guys been listening? I've been already accepting my uh, lonesomeness, my singleness. And I've been okay with not having a relationship like that anymore anyways. Even though I only had once. One for like a week or something when I was in high school. And nothing progressed after that in my 20s and now I'm in my 30s. And it's like, yeah, well, if it didn't happen then, it's not happening now. So I figured, well, what's the point? I'll just be single. I'll just be content with that. And be on my single journey and be cool with that. And not worry about it. Because then I don't have to, you know, worry about the pressure about having to impress some guy or a person that's probably not going to like me anyways. So I guess you could say pressure's off. And I don't have to worry about that anymore because that's just not meant for me probably anyways. And like I said, it's it was good while it lasted, but I promise I had to be an interested in order to make that last. So part of that's an issue as well. But you know, it's good because in the end, I, I probably wouldn't have been good at this anyways. Dating from online dating. You know, it would have been my first time to online date with someone, but... Like I said, that window of opportunity had to close because, like I said, I'm just not used to it like that anyways. I prefer the, the, the old school way where you just meet somebody and you just build something from there and then keep meeting up with that same person from your area and just, you know, go like that. So that's just how I really feel about it, but most people are like, you know, probably terrible at it. And, and even some people are saying now that if you're online right now, you're just probably either trying to avoid it of being rejected or something, or you're just probably a bunch of ugly people who are just trying to catfish each other. Or here's the worst part. Um, you're just doing it because you're just trying to have this as like your little fix for like your pleasuring of your little sick sexual, like, tourism or something. Something like that. So, yeah, my advice to people, again, you know, in-person dating for real relationship, that should be a must. And that should be that way anyways, because you're just going to be able to build on that and build something, a successful life you can have for each other. And some people say, yeah, there might be some people on their TikTok accounts that were talking about that in the comments that they found someone, it was, like, real, and all this blah, blah, hoopla stuff. But it's, like, not everyone has that same fantasy story. So it's, like, when people said, yeah, I'm one of those people. I'm not having any luck. Because everyone's treating um, the swipe system on the internet as, like, a thing based on appearance, not based on attitude. Even though people did put most of their profiles out there. For people to like, you know, maybe size them up at least via that, not by appearance, but that's what happens a lot. People only care about going to your profile if you look a certain way, according to them, which is basically your eccentric, white looking, white passing, and something that is close a proximity to whiteness. And since I'm none of those things, yeah, that's probably why I didn't have much going on for me. So that's kind of why. Besides the overweight part, even though we all know that's not really it. 
It's just my appearance doesn't look white enough for someone to want to date me anyways. Because I look too indigenous, apparently. Even though some people will tell me that's not true. But um, that's not what I've heard from people in real life in person for myself. So deal with that information you will. And in any case, like I said, I'm probably just not going to bother anymore with dating apps. Because I'm just not too, you know, crazy about them. And I think that's just how it's going to be, guys. Because it seems like if it was important, it would have been important. And it doesn't seem like it is. So, and most people just don't seem to care about relationships like that anymore. And I think that tells something, you know? Right now, people are too upset with the world, considering what's happening in Palestine and America and Israel and all that stuff. So, I don't think anyone's going to pay attention to dating anyways while they're so focused on that. And just, like, so going to put their energy towards you know, absolution of just, like, no way, you know, USA, no way, Israel, you're not taking any more taxes another day, basically, that's what's going on, so, well, the idea of dating was a nice thought, that's all it was, it was just simply a nice thought, just for a little moment, and it was just gonna be just that, for a never-ending continuism of potential love, you know, and it wasn't gonna go far anyways, so in the end, I'm just saying, I'm happier not having to deal with dating because, like I said, I probably wouldn't be any good at it. And the thought of having to be presentable and attractive to someone who doesn't probably like me anyways, it's just getting to the point like, why bother? I just want to do whatever I want in my life, have a job, have a place to live and be happy do my best to get along with friends and family if it's possible but other than that yeah i'm not crazy about the whole relationship thing guys it was great but like every great thing it has a limit and the time limit was now and that was today and so if anyone was bothering to go on my hinge account and wondering why it's paused and now deleted well now you know because i didn't bother to keep it it was just not gonna happen and besides i'm probably gonna be so you know preoccupied with the festivities of the winter solstice season christmas crap and all that shit that comes involved with this stuff it's just not gonna happen that way for me it's not like i've been ever lucky for love anyway so I'm, one thing i'm good at is not getting love so maybe i'm just gonna keep that going that momentum going for me because <laughs> it's just it looks like it's just not in the cards for me peeps it it just it just seems like it's just another waste of time. So I prefer just to move on and be happy in my life somewhere else that I'm better at. I know I have a better chance of getting a job than a date, so I'm hoping for that instead. So let's prayers for me to get a job and not a relationship. Let's let's get that. And then hopefully that works, so I'll be happier. Cause at least I know love won't pay my bills, but it pays to work somewhere and keep those bills going that will keep the house warm, keep the food growing and all that good shit i don't need to worry about being in a relationship with someone who don't even like me anyway so and after all these horrible stories with women on the internet talking about how most of the men just use them as fucking play soldiers anyways yeah i'm out not interested don't want to be someone's human doormat then end up like my mom and be un miserable and upset with myself and be mean to children that weren't supposed to be here anyways just because she needed a place to come and also a place to go cross illegally the border. Anyways, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I don't want to be like my mom be a sad story. She's a sad story. And to the point she doesn't want to even help us because she's upset 
with our father because she just wanted to just do whatever she wanted and not have any repercussions. So that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. So yeah. Anyways, peeps, like I said, the hinge thing was great, but it was great until I got tired of it myself. And I was already thinking about this for a month already. I mean, I already had this in my mind. As soon as I put it on pause, I said to myself, if I don't do anything after this, I have to delete it. And then after seeing a TikTok post this morning, it was all the confirmation I needed. I'm like, yep, that's what I needed. And so I did. So it's too bad for anyone who was trying to talk with me back in September till now, because I'm not there anymore. <laughs> it said it was de designed to be deleted, but they meant when you find someone, not when you just got bored and got tired of it. So I deleted it anyways, and uh, yeah. And besides, it was already charging people, and you had to basically pay some money in order to see who saw your stuff. And for me, I don't want to pay any money if I don't have it anyways. Because the thing is, most of these guys, they're going to expect the girls to do the 50-50 bullshit anyways. And right now, I don't even have anything to even be doing that. So, yeah, it wasn't going to work anyway. So I had no choice but to delete it. Anyways, peeps, thanks for listening. And as always, this is Rosie Says, and I'll see you on the next podcast. Hey, peeps, it's me again. Another podcast on deck for you. And this time, people are talking about how they're feeling lonely on social media. And I'm not sure why it's a thing, but I guess apparently it became a thing this month. I stumbled upon a couple of people talking about how they're feeling lonely and how they're just not happy about being alone. And it just made them miserable. And a couple, a few people, like at least maybe like one person possibly reached out to me about how to cope with loneliness. And I reached out, of course, with someone else's video and I stitched with it and I said, you know, I've been thinking the same way you've been feeling with the struggles of loneliness when I was in my 20s. Now that I'm in my 30s, I'm going to tell you something. 34, actually. I accepted the fact that I'm alone. I accept the fact that I'm single. And I accept the fact that it's just not going to go anywhere. Like I was saying in my recent podcast, which is going to be in the same lineup in this one, by the way, the same episode. It's um nothing I could do about it. People are who they are. They choose what they like. And apparently I was just not part of that group that they, to be chosen. So, yeah. And I accept that I'm lonely and that I'm not like anything for anyone to like look past or look at anyways. Just, just ignore and stuff. So, yeah, I accept the fact and... You know, and that's probably the harshest thing to hear, but it's the truth because sometimes some of these people, you know, that you might try to give a chance to, they don't really want to give a chance to you. And so sometimes it's better to just bow out. And, you know, the best thing I can say to that is that, yeah, once you bow out, it won't be so bad. It just won't be like as heartbreaking, but it'll just be reminding that you're more important than the people that would not put the time of day for you. And like this one person asked how, it's just like I said right here, right now. It's because I put myself first. And accepting the fact that I might not be someone's, you know, cup of tea and and might be someone's, you know, first choice or any choice. And just accepting that and then just not participating in dating and just, you know, feeling, you know, single. It eventually will go away, you know. And like I was telling this one other girl, just hone in on just, you know your family, your friends that you have, and just stick with them instead and not worry about this loneliness anymore. You have your family and friends. That's all you really need in the, in the end anyways. And I know they want to say about loneliness in other aspects. But I'm like, yeah, but if it can't happen, it can't happen. That's just the thing. 
You can't make people that, that you find attractive or like be forced into being with you. So what you don't do is force people. What you do do is force yourself to not do that anymore. And you just be happy and just accept that you're single and just be cool with it. Even though it seems like it's like a punishment, but I tell you, it's not. It's an enlightenment. And this is what you people need to understand is that loneliness doesn't have to be a, a, a punishment or a plague or a bad thing. It could be a good thing. And sometimes, like I said, you don't want to even be in a relationship because sometimes some of these guys, like in my last podcast I was mentioning, might not even want to like you anyways because you could just be there just for a time being until they find someone better and they can upgrade you to them. And so... My advice to that, too, on top of that, people, is just don't bother. If you're not the first priority, you're just the last priority, or you're just the standby priority, or just the in-between priorities, then you know what? What kind of relationship is that? That's not a relationship. That's just insulting. I see myself as a first priority, as, has, as you should, as a person, you know? And if you're not being made to be the first, you're made to be the in-between, or the last person, or the least value person to even be seen then yeah don't bother in relationships like that ever maintain that first choice status for yourself so my advice to people yeah it's okay if you're single and it's okay if you're not with anybody it's okay in fact it's not it's not it's not a rule there's no law against us being single or anything it's just, that's what it feels like because we've been in a society telling us you need a couple up as soon as you hit 18 years of age and, and you become a grown-up and all of a sudden you, you find someone and that's what is expected. But that's not what is the actual reality. And this goes in tandem with the conversation of people complaining about birth rate. And by the way, the birth rate thing, I'm going to tell you something. You can't really be concerned about birth rate anyways if the nation of people don't care about people enough to help each other get out of poverty or help the kids who are in homeless, you know, shelters or in foster care or in group homes. If we're not helping those people to get out of poverty and live in a life where they're worth something for the many people that need it, then I don't know why we're worried about birth rate. Part of the birth rate is helping those kind of people, actually. And that's what I'm saying. And those could have be some of the people that could have been unwanted, could have been someone else's potential date, but ended up becoming someone who lives in poverty in the street somewhere, not getting a chance at all, ignored, because that's what makes them undesirable and shit. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think anyone really cares about the birth rate like that. I really don't think so. So, you know what? For those reasons, I say it like this, people. Just be happy and just, you know stick with your friends stick with everything and just make the best of everything even if you're single forever even if it's for a while just make the best of everything because singleness doesn't have to feel like a punishment it can feel like an enlightenment and it, and besides it should be an entitlement to be single to be honest because i'll be honest with you the things you have to do once you are married from what i've been seeing from my sister's and my foolish mother on occasions in relationships. And I say foolish because she actually was in relationships that didn't even serve her. So I could say that. I'm telling you, it's not even worth it. In the end, you want to just be in relationships that don't make you feel like you have to be punished for doing something wrong. Or for having an argument and standing up for yourself. Or in other cases, like in relationships that make you feel like 
it's a chore to be with someone or in a relationship that makes you feel like that it might be your fault all the time and it's not true or if it makes you feel like you know society's telling you to be in a relationship but you might not be that crazy about being in relationships anyways and it's because society's pressuring you even though they're not helping you pay your bills in any state of the way so i don't even know why they bother and in the end peeps i'm just telling you be in a relationship because you're sound of mind, you're ready, you're emotionally there for someone, and you're not doing it just because they're attractive physically to you, but you're attracted to their emotions, their possibility of emotionally bonding with you in a way where you can build on each other for that. And also on top of that too, peeps, if you just only go into relationships because they look good, you're just crazy because you know looks fade away like seasons, you know. They just don't stay forever. So in the end, peeps, if you really want a real relationship, start with god with your family if you have any friends if you have any and just start with that but mostly with god and yourself that might be the best relationship advice i can give people and then find a ways to love yourself more and then that's how the real people who are attracted to you will really come and really warm up to you and just really want to be your friend because people like people who are like self-controlled and have it together for some reason they don't like people who are just living in squalor, unhappiness. For some reason, they're like unattracted to that for some reason. So just don't be those kind of sad case people. And don't be in relationships just because you're lonely. That's a terrible thing. And that's why this girl was probably complaining about it, because she felt alone. But I'm like, but yeah, but you know, you're you're better off alone than being alone in a relationship that makes you feel more alone. So I would suggest be, you know alone by yourself for now accept it be happy with it and then move on with that when you're ready and where where you have your friends in a good place like she said she admitted she's in a good place with her friends with her family so she doesn't have any problems with them so i would just tell her you know so i'm telling you just keep what you have because most of us don't have that luxury having family to me nowadays i think it's a luxury because if you don't have any family you're one of the lucky ones to have a family that loves you and wants to see you grow and potential and your friends too the same way they want to see what's good for you and your potential that's who you should be sticking with and when you're ready to be with someone when you're emotionally available besides being already physically available as is you're gonna be better off that way and then then you won't complain about being alone then you'll just have to complain about what you have to do how to manage your relationship and that's the best thing you're going to learn after that is learning how to cope in relationships. But most of these women these days, like I said, are already having a biased remorse attitudes and saying they're throwing the towel in because the relationships suck balls and it's stupid and it's dumb and it's a waste of time. And like in my Hinge account, yeah, we're just being turned off by the guys. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. And after hearing all that stuff, I would have to say, yeah, you're probably better off by yourselves, ladies, and just finding inner peace and, you know, self-awareness and self-assurance. And if not, just give yourself a chance to just be happier people. If not, just be happier, just content with yourself. But like I said, maintain your relationship with your family and friends if you have any, because that's what's going to make you less lonely. And maybe getting back with God and Christ and, and a good faith system that you're into might help you deal with coping with loneliness. And in the end, you won't have to worry about this anymore. And then the right people, and mostly the right person that you desire the most in a relationship, will finally come to you, hopefully. 
And like I said, if it doesn't happen in his lifetime, like in my case, then it's okay. Just like Pastor Darby would say before he died, just be holy till then and just be single and just be happy and content with life. Not everyone was expected to be married up and have children, even though we have the sexual organs for that purpose. But that's all it is. It's just to make children and that's all it is. But that doesn't mean every one of us is made to be making children. Okay? Some of us shouldn't even be parents. For reals. And some of us shouldn't even be having children. For reals. So I can say that to you too. Sometimes being single is not as bad as people make you think. It's like a blessing in disguise. And besides, if we have a lot of people on earth anyways, then yeah. It's okay if we don't have kids, you know. And sometimes people, you know, groan on the idea of natural selection. But you know what? Sometimes there's a reason why there's a natural selection. Because people are superficial. And maybe having that might not be as bad as we all think it is. And in my case, I think me not having to be part of the natural selection is a good thing. Because, you know, I don't have to worry about procreating with someone who doesn't appreciate me. I don't have to worry about being disrespected by someone who just thinks of me as a human carpet and a human doormat. Like in my mom's case in her previous relationships, and she still is pretty much trying to live like that as a total obvious pygmy pussy girl. <laughs> and like I said, peeps, you you don't want to be those pygmy pussy kind of women. It's horrible. You'll be like my mom and miserable and fighting for affection from a man that will never love you like that. So don't do it. I say don't. It's an embarrassment, and also it's, it's silly. You might as well just fight for yourselves and just have your family and do your best to get along with them and, and live around them as best you can. And just be there. And your friends, too. See, when you're ready to be in a relationship with someone, then make sure you're mentally and emotionally and spiritually ready. Because we all know physically and sexually is not the issue. It's just the other stuff is. So if we get the other stuff down, I think we can say we're ready for that stuff. But other than that, some of us shouldn't even be in a relationship. Because like I said, some of us come from bad homes. Where we were raised terribly and we would just do a rinse and repeat thing and raise kids even more terribly like ourselves even worse. And I would have to say no. It's okay if we are not all breeding and making children. And it's okay if we're all single and not in relationships. Because maybe that's how it should be anyways. A balance, you know. I'm just saying like, you know, one thing I can just say about this for the justice system it's sad to know that fathers and mothers that can be separated from the kids that go to jail. But then when you think about it like this, it's not all bad either. Because people who do bad stuff need to, they need to go somewhere. And they need to be somewhere. And they don't need to be causing havoc somewhere. And just like people who are single, we're worried about not having to be taken. I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's okay because maybe the world doesn't need extra mouths to feed. Because there's not enough room for the world to be having that. Maybe we should just like cool off and just chill. You know? Be happy. Be happy that you're not breeding more children that could cause destruction. Be happy that you're not out here actively, collectively creating a new relationship with someone that is just because you're bored or by yourself or you just want to waste someone else's time because you want to make it seem like it's cool to have arm candy or make it seem like it's an accessory to have a relationship even though it's not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to compliment you in your life, not to distort your life. So like I said peeps. Keep yourselves more accountable. And stop trying to like have relationships with people. That are just not. They're just not helping you know. 
at the end of the day, peeps, you'll be better off loving yourself better and learning to like yourself every day. So like I said, take single life as the best life to live because once you're taken, your life is going to be someone else's life. It won't be your life anymore. It won't be the story about you. It'll be a story about you and somebody else and you'll probably be someone's side character, not the main character anyways. So I'm not trying to say this to tell people you don't want to suffer from main character syndrome, but that's what's going to happen to you. You won't be the main character of your life anymore. Because then your life will be a shared experience with somebody else. And then that won't be about you having your life, having to have the best highs and lows. It'll be someone else's highs and lows that you have to ultimately support. And you might not be able to support because you might not have the uh, the vigor to do it or something. <laughs> so I'm just saying, don't think being single is a bad thing. In fact, being single is probably the best thing ever happened. You get more attention for yourself in a positive way. And besides, with this influencer nation that we're kind of in, you, it's probably better if you are single. Because, like I said, most people who are influencers are usually single, you know, standing out by themselves. And if they get a relationship, that's great. But it's like I said, if you're doing this just to become a this and that, probably it's okay not to have a relationship anyways. If you're trying to be an influencer anyways or whatever. But other than that, like I said, peeps, you probably want to just be single anyways because, like I said, the idea of being supportive for someone and it may not even like you back or supportive of you, yeah, not exactly something that would make me want to be giddy up to the idea of being taken. So, like I said, peeps, it's better off if you don't have a relationship with people sometimes. Just maintain the ones you have already. And just be cool with it. Because in the end, you'll have the best relationships already happening for you. And like I said, maybe it isn't your time now. It'll eventually be your time. Or it will never be your time. Like in my case. And just accept it of that and just be cool. Other than that, peeps. That's all I gotta say because I don't want to take too long on this podcast. Anyways, thank you for listening. This is Rosie Says. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Hey, peeps. If you're like me... And, of course, you know it's me, Rosie Says, here. Anyways, and what I'm trying to say is like this. You know how we've been boycotting Starbucks and all the other restaurants for being a fucking disappointment and a royal disappointment at best? And how we're not going to actually put up with their nonsense for being, you know, supporters of a pro-militia, you know, genocidal regime? And this country of ours, United States, is helping Israel, which is why I'm talking about it like that. And using our tax dollars to kill those innocent Gazian people of Palestine while not even helping us here in America. And on top of that, finding out our tax dollars is paying for their free health care and their crap. And none of it's going to our tax-paying working dollar people over here in America that we deserve the health care and all this stuff. And why is it going to Israel of all places we're not ever going to even visit there? Yeah, that part. Anyways, peeps, I have an idea that's going to help you guys make yourself more happier and more hospitable during the holidays, if not more happier, if you actually are still, you know, Starbucks, you know, bound, and you have to have your, like, Starbies, and you have to have, like, your drink in a paper cup. Well, I'm going to make you guys not believe this, but I know, I'm not sure if Target is one of your uh, protested, contested places not to go to the shop for some reason, but anyways, I have an idea. Target, you don't know this, sells paper cups for like two to three ninety nine, and they're like sixteen cups in a package. And I use them now because I've been dealing with this cold I've been having, so I've been using it like if I had to go 
to Starbucks without going to Starbucks. So I said to my mom, this is what I said to her. It's like going to Starbucks without having to go to Starbucks. I bring the Starbucks to me. So I bought paper cups. I even bought some Thai, um, some chai tea. Specifically one that's called Tazo. Because that's the one I know that um, I saw a couple years ago that Starbucks used was Tazo tea. And so I bought that. And I bought a couple, two other variations of the same chai latte tea. Which was the Tazo, the Bigelow Vanilla Chai, and the organic version from uh, Good and Gather, which is from Target. And so I decided to use that. And I decided to buy that because I said, if I can't go to Starbucks for chai latte, which I usually go for, and matcha latte, why don't I just bring it to myself and just buy paper cups and act like I'm actually going over there without going over there? And so I decided to do that. My mom already bought the milk and the creamer flavor and the powder creamer and the sugar and as well as the decaffeinated coffee pods, thankfully, that she had on hand. That she bought from CVS sometimes. They have a variation of decaf stuff. They have like uh, McDonald's decaf, Starbucks decaf, even Dunkin' Donuts decaf. So you don't have to necessarily like that kind of stuff. But if you have a Keurig machine, it does help during these holiday seasons. Anyways, peeps, like I said, this is how I'm going to put you on game. Number one, buy the cups from places like Target, Ralph's, Smart Final... And staples, if not Walmart, paper cups. And if they have holiday cups like Target does, buy those instead and just make that your Starbucks, you know? And that way you don't have to support something that is so against your, you know, recommendations to not support. But at the same time, you can have your own, like, coffee, drink, dine out experience. And besides supporting your local coffee shops and making it at home... Because most of them don't have the money to go out to coffee shops like that anyhow. But have enough money to buy paper cups and just have like the same thing but at home. And then you could do this friendship gathering thing. Celebrating the winter season together. And then you could just buy paper cups. And that way it could be like reduce your dishes washing in case you have a hard time washing dishes like myself and my mother. And you could just have a bunch of like paper cups and plates and stuff for the holidays. So you could just like, like us... Reduce the washing of dishes if you're dealing with an ongoing cold like myself and her and the other kids. And then you could have yourself like, you know, a win-win situation where you don't have to go to Starbucks because you have the paper cups. You don't have to go to like other places because you have the paper bowls and dishes. And then you could just bring that at your home and just celebrate with friends and just be happy with it. I mean, it's not hard. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. And, and, you know, they have like three different color patterns. Like one is blue with some Christmas festive stuff on it and plaid and then the other one is like a pixelation shaped colored pink ones and plaid and then the other one is Christmassy yellow that I haven't gotten yet from Target but I want to buy and that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about we can just have paper cups and just not have to go to these restaurants to support genocide and murder and innocent civilians and blah blah and whatever and then you can make your own versions of their fruit, their, you know, versions of their, you know, food. Like, you can buy Jimmy Dean's sausage egg sandwiches instead of buying it from Starbucks for, like, five to six bucks and wasting a bag like that. You can just buy some of the frozen ones in the frozen store. And then just having the same thing and just having your favorite hot sauce in hand if you eat it with that, like I do sometimes. And then just, like... And, and like, like McDonald's and their crappy attempt of bringing back snack wrap, even though they said they're delaying that shit until, like, what, next year or two years from now or some shit? Well, here's an idea. 
Make your own snack wrap. Buy yourself a head of lettuce or cabbage if you're into that shit. And then buy yourself ranch, honey mustard, and barbecue sauce, and hamburger patties from the frozen section somewhere from your favorite food stores. Bring that at home. Your flour tortillas, because that's what you really need, actually. You can buy any flour tortillas, by the way. And you can buy your even tomatoes, even onions, and assemble it together yourself. And all you need to do is, if you're going to make fried uh, crispy chicken, you just deep fry that for like 20 to 15 minutes on medium, like high. And then reduce it to medium low, to low, to put the chicken or like any uh, fried steak or something and put them in pieces and then put it there uh for like a good while until it's all crispy and a little bit darkened a little by the oil and by the time after it's you know cooked then pat that dry once it's done and and it looks like very crunching and has a consistency of crunchness and it looks like that to you and then you put it to the side and you pat dry it and then after that if they're nuggets, this is easier. You can put like two to three nuggets in those soft taco ones. And you can put the two or three of those little meats. And then just like arrange your sauces the way you want it. And then cut up your vegetables. And first off, when you have your vegetables, wash them by rinsing them through the water. Getting like one of those um, salad basket dryer thingies. And then they can push with a button, like a salad tosser thingy. And then get that cleaned up. Cut it up and then put them in your tortilla thingy and then that's a wrap and you see you made yourself a wrap and then also if you're in, if you're not lactose intolerant don't forget to put like maybe some slices of cheese in there or or shreddable cheese much easier by the way and then you could just make your like snack wrap with the array of cheese and then you don't have to worry because guess what you made it yourself and you didn't have to support a genocidal restaurant you could just do it yourself and not have to care and the best part is that you brought it to yourself and no one else made you do something you didn't want to do because you did it for you. And you're supporting, you know, yourself and saving money for the winter. And yes, it's going to be a cold winter only because some of us don't have the money anyways or a job to be doing that. So if you're getting food stamps, I suggest do that. Okay, what well, I just told you. And whatever chains you have left, just make sure you save that towards the paper cups and paper plates and stuff. So that way you don't have to spend nothing on Starbucks. And this is what I'm saying. You can do this all yourself. This is not hard, guys. Buy your favorite teas that you buy from Starbucks. And if it's coffee, okay, buy your favorite coffee. Make make use of that coffee pot you have in your house somewhere. Clean it up. Wash it up. And then a day later, get get that ball rolling and get that thing going. And you know what? Brew up all the coffee yourself. Buy all your favorite flavors at the store. And you never have to look back again. It's not that hard. It's just about sophistication and willingness if you're wanting to buy food that actually supplies your situation. And you don't have to even go out to see a friend at Starbucks. You can just meet up at the park and bring your coffee, crap, and, and your own paper cups and everything to you. You can arrange like some kind of play date for each other. Most of these things are so avoidable. It's like really ridiculous. I'm telling you this right now. I'm just saying, guys. It's something you guys need to consider if we're going to be serious about protesting stuff. And, and, and you don't have to have protest fatigue. No, it's just you need to arrange it better so it doesn't have to feel like that. And that's my advice to people. Just arrange it better. And once you arrange it better, I'm going to tell you that you're going to be so happy 
that you did this and you didn't have to waste your time at some restaurant because now I'm finding out via TikTok and other social media platforms that even some of the workers of, of Starbucks are starting to walk out because of these unethical practices they're having to go through because of Starbucks and McDonald's association with Israel. So, yeah, if anyone is smart enough, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, just just do it yourself at home. And by the way, for McDonald's to now tease the idea of that coming next year, even though we all begged for a snack wrap, for them to fucking put one in their restaurant, it's just laughable at this point. So, like I said, you don't really need them. You could just do it yourself at home, and you could just make your own stuff without having to waste your time. And, 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 you know, and all that stuff. But remember, don't punish the uh, delivery drivers because of this issue. Still support your delivery drivers by supporting it by other restaurants nearby. You can have them to, you know, work for you. And so you can pay them an honest wage and they can make honest money. And that's something you guys need to understand. Just, you know, support each other in that kind of sense. You don't have to go to the restaurants anymore that disappointingly disappoint but we can do other stuff alternative you know support and yeah you'll like it and it's gonna be fun i'm serious when i say this like you don't have to really go to the actual restaurants that have your favorite stuff because like i said most of these restaurants in america i don't know if you guys know us do copycat stuff so if you see burgers in one place you'll see them in another just like pizza you'll see one place have pizza they'll have it in another so guess what you got options. All you have to do is just go where you feel wanted and loved. And there you go, peeps. And that should just help you in your situation. And in any case, you know, if you ever have this problem, I'm just going to say this straight up. Now you have the idea. All you have to do is put your money, put your mind, put everything in that direction where you believe needs to be belonged. And yeah, you'll see this and you'll just remember this podcast and just refer back to and say yeah there was a lady was saying you know don't forget to just buy yourself paper cups paper plates even though she did it because she was feeling sick and down the dumps and all this stuff but if we really want to be on this you know anti you know mcdonald's anti starbucks thing i'm just gonna say this you can do alternatives in fact some of us are poor and broke anyways we're already doing it anyways without you wanting to so what you could do, like I said, is just save money and just get paper cups, paper bowls, and plates. And then you can use that and you don't have to go to the restaurant because you can bring it to yourself. You know how fun that is? And besides, most people anyways bring paper plates and cups and all that stuff for birthdays and parties. Why not do it for like just for the fuck of it? So you don't have to buy Starbucks and you don't have to support something that's awful. <coughs> for me... I'm doing it because two reasons. One, it's awful. Two, I can't afford to go anyways for Starbucks. Those are like one of those occasional things because now, and I have to admit this to you guys, the last time I ordered from Starbucks, they almost didn't bring all the stuff I wanted anyways. That was last month, by the way, during th Thanksgiving week. They didn't even bring my potato chips, and I wanted that so bad. I had my uh, first time eating a, a cranberry bar. It wasn't bad. Too sweet, though they could just lighten the sweetness it would taste incredible but the coffee was great the matcha tea was great but i was like you know what this isn't a good idea why don't i just next month plan for buying just paper cups and stuff and i don't have to bring starbucks anymore to me and i can just bring it to myself instead of a delivery i just 
by shipping, buy all the stuff, and then just making my own. And buy the things that I want to drink anyways, which is chai latte and matcha latte. Now I have to go search for matcha somewhere on the on, on the on the apps to see where they sell it and then just buy it and just send it to the house and then make it myself. And I also have to find a way how to make latte with matcha besides chai. So that way I can have that same thing going on. But other than that, yeah, peeps, I, I'm just telling you right now, all I have to do is just research the recipe and that's it. I just need to gather ingredients and that's all. And just have my willingness. And guess what? This fatigue will not be anything that's going to put me past my goals. And I'm just going to just save more money in the long run. And you will too after listening to this. And I'm just saying, peeps, don't feel bad that it's boring or it's getting tiresome. And it can feel this way. But I'm thinking the paper cups that you buy yourself and supply for yourself might be better for you. Just make sure you buy the ones that are holiday festive so it doesn't make you feel so depressed. As long as you like the designs and stuff, it shouldn't be a problem. That's what I did, and now I'm happier. And I couldn't be more happier than to buy ones with a cute design on it, and I just toss it, I'm like, yeah. It's like the experience without having to waste the money at the actual location. So, like I said, please, go and freaking buy paper cups, paper plates for the winter season anyways, because it's going to be a long season until next year anyways. Some of us have children, <clears throat> and, and and we're going to need those things anyways, because dealing with this cold that we have right now has been ongoing. Yeah, you're going to need it. And for you who don't want to go to Starbucks, you're going to need it too if you're going to really be about that protest. So, like I said, if it doesn't help genocide, then guess what? No shame in buying it. <laughs> just buy it and just have fun, you know? And once that happens, you'll be more happier. You'll be setting yourself a good example. And then you won't have to, you know, succumb to just, you know, the jealousy or like the envy or even the idea of being like, oh, I'm missing out on all the fun stuff because everyone's having fun. Because I know that's what Starbucks is doing right now is offering a two for one free thing going on. I think I said someone was saying on TikTok the other day or last week. That only works if they were really serious about giving anything for free. But like people said, some people never even got anything free except on their birthdays from Starbucks. Same with McDonald's. So, yeah. If they want to do that, then they should have thought of that before supporting crap that they should have just been neutral about. Most people will know this by, by now. If you're a business, be a neutral party. You know, don't don't advocate openly about your nonsense and your contesting crap. Nobody cares. In the end of the day, you're supposed to be neutral anyways. You're not supposed to scare away both sides of the customers. You're supposed to be just supporting the customers in general, not just supporting one side of the coin. And that's the problem with them. And now they're learning the hard way. This is why they're freaking suffering. Otherwise, they wouldn't be suffering like this badly if they thought about this before citing and being openly cited about it which they didn't think was gonna blow them back and it did so now they're basically suffering and now you know peeps and i'm just telling you don't be like these restaurants just you know what learn from them and just don't yeah don't repeat <coughs> and like i said peeps i'm just recommending paper plates paper cups paper bowls paper spoons, plastics, 
plastic spoons, plastic forks, plastic knives to help your holidays more happier. So you don't have to waste money at stuff if you don't need it, but just stuff that can help you, you know, ease the pain of not going to your favorite, you know, local shops and stuff. And have fun and, and just enjoy yourselves, okay? And then play good music if you have a Spotify account or any other music from YouTube or whatever and just make yourself happy like I'm doing right now. I'm playing uh, Christmas music right now to warm my home up and warm my spirits up. So I'm not saying you should do the same, but yeah, you know, it would be nice if you did. So like I said, anyways, peeps, I could ramble some more, but that's all I got to say. Other than that, thanks for listening. And as always, this is Rosie Says, and I'll see you on the next podcast.